I'm really looking forward to meeting your parents, Tessa said. Her fiancé smiled. I'm sure they'll love you, just like I do. Her face glowed as they stepped out of the BMW. But behind the glow, Tessa didn't feel so good. The thought of meeting Anton's parents made her stomach quiver. With her violin case tucked under her arm, she grabbed her suitcase from the trunk, then stopped and stared at the marvelous mansion before her. She gasped. Growing up in a poor enclave of Russian immigrants, Tessa had only seen this kind of opulence in the movies. Wow, what a wonderful house! Anton smirked as he stepped up the driveway. Yes, I suppose it'll do until the renovations are done. Those columns are looking awfully ragged. Tessa took choppy steps up the driveway to join her fiancé at the front door. Anton took her hand, but that didn't do much to relax her. She had a bad feeling about this week. After ringing the bell, they waited as Tessa's envious glare crept up the Victorian brick wall. I bet a place this huge takes forever for your parents to clean. Anton chuckled. What's so funny? Well, you see, the door swung open, revealing a smiling lady in her fifties. Tessa reached for a handshake. Pleased to meet you, Mrs. Brooks. My name is Tessa. The lady stared back, head tilted and eyes bugged. Again, Anton chuckled. This is Mavis, our housekeeper. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see her in a uniform, so I assumed... Anton swept past the woman as if she were a lamppost on the road. Yes, it is so difficult these days to find help that is willing to wear uniforms. Apparently, they find such things demeaning. These days, finding one that speaks English is challenge enough. The remark slapped Tessa off guard. She recalled her days of her mother working as a domestic, her English skills still spotty. Watching her mother come home exhausted and eager to leap out of her uniform left an imprint on Tessa and her sisters. She'd gotten a glimpse of a life she never wanted. Before Mavis scurried away, Tessa gave her hand a gentle tap. Now alone in the living room with Anton, Tessa had a chance to gawk at the luxurious surroundings. The antique desk against the wall looked at least two centuries old and the plush white couch and matching chair seemed a million times more expensive than the furniture she grew up around. Along the wall, she spotted photographs of distinguished people clad in ritzy attire. Man, she said to Anton, if my family had furniture this nice, they would have never taken off the plastic. The joke got a puzzled reaction from her fiancé. I don't understand. Why would there be plastic on furniture? After giving him a pat on the back, she said, Never mind. A set of footsteps on the hardwood floor caught the couple's attention. An elegant lady approached, her arms outstretched. The man next to her wore a smoking jacket and puffed on a pipe. Hello there, they said in unison. Mother, so wonderful to meet you. Anton gave his mother an air kiss and shared a warm handshake with the man. Father, so wonderful you could tear yourself away from your hawthorn. They all laughed and sent a collective look to Tessa's confused face. What's a hawthorn? she asked. The man said, He's referring to Nathaniel Hawthorne, dear, the legendary New England scribe. Father is an English professor, Anton said.
and he often spent Saturday mornings immersed in the classics. Tessa offered a weak smile. I see. Mother, father, this is my fiancé, Tessa. She reached for a hug from Anton's mother, but only got a limp hand. She got the same from his father. As they led her and Anton toward the kitchen, a million thoughts raced through her head, none of them pleasant. She braced herself for a long weekend.